I'm Jesse Michael McGrath. That's Wilder. <laughs> Damn it. Damn it. Cool. Good one. <laughs> Fucking Shit. nailed it. Hold on. Let me try again. Let me try again. Killing it, dude. That's Wilder. Saggy Titties Shaw. Oh. And this is Backward Star Galactica, the show where we watch Battlestar Galactica for the first time, but in reverse chronological order. Yeah, really burned me on the second time around. <laughs> Shit. Boy. Got ahead of myself. You would be really bad at like a rap battle. Do you think that that is the only reason I would be bad at a rap battle? <laughs> that is one of the reasons. Really thought I was serving you up to get to just spike all over you. And I... I'd like to start today with a moment of silence for my very best boy, Chuckles. <laughs> Yo, Chuckles! <laughs> Come on, baby. Chuckles. Got a whole... My sweetest boy, Chuckles, lost in action. So please just keep Chuckles in your hearts. Yeah, keep him in your thoughts and prayers. Chuckles is a dead man. <laughs> yeah, let's. so let's start off with some new characters. Number one, my very goodest boy, Chuckles. Yeah. He doesn't really say anything, but then he dies, and then someone just keeps screaming, Chuckles, no! <laughs> <laughs> Which is a great name to use in that scenario. The, at no point does anyone ever consider, with these call signs, how insane it'll sound when that person dies, and yeah. you're screaming. Like... Thank God Hot Dog never dies, because you'd have a whole goddamn room of crying. He did have a little hot dog sighting today. He didn't say anything. <laughs> hot dog. <laughs> I miss my little hot dog boy. <laughs> yeah, but no one would say that. No. They would throw a party if Hot Dog was lost in action. Yeah, a fucking ticker tape parade. But honestly, the whole conflict with the Cylons is a big ruse just to find a way to guilt-free get rid of Hot Dog, but they never do. Right. He sticks around like the cucaracha that he is. Honestly, I wrote, how does Hot Dog continue to live Think about all these, all like, really this. well-trained pilots that constantly die. Like, Chuckles. Obviously, Chuckles is flying circles around Hot Dog's old ass. I gotta think that Hot Dog is one of those guys that really, uh, sort of a, a general Pickett, if you recall the Civil War. Um, Pickett was a was a man who was like, all right, everybody, go ahead and go, f let's all go fight, and I'll be right there. Give me one second, I'll be there. And then didn't be yeah. there, he was just a coward. I sure. think Hot Dog's a little coward boy, a little general Pickett. F farting around in the back. Absolutely. Picket of the week. <laughs> Hot dog. Also, I could be very wrong about all of that history I just said. So oh, I'm not even going to pretend to know what any of that is. Yeah, of course not. We have a couple more new characters. Some new boys uh, getting exploded in this episode. Like, three or four ships explode. Mm -hmm. Crash has a little girlfriend. Ooh. Mm -hmm. She also never gets seen again. She doesn't die, so I'm not really sure <laughs> what becomes of that character. Right. I got a few leaderboards to dish out. Number one, obviously, goes without saying, chuckles. Right. Number two, I'm going to give it to Lee. Yeah, there we go. I'm going to give him a leaderboard, if you will. Yes, boy. Basically, this episode's about them trying to fly a mission to take down some Cylons because they are guarding a bunch of tilium, which I guess is gas. Starbuck devises this dope plan. So I'll just say right now, she's one of my other leaderboards because her plan is very good and works. They do that, but her knee is all hurt like they've been talking about. So she, which I guess it takes physical competency to fly one of these raptors they were talking about how like her knee won't be able to stand it that that was a little confusing i guess you have to push really hard <laughs> when you're flying. yeah like i don't understand this is a spaceship what do you it has like a regular ass gas pedal and uh, but it's like <laughs> it's incredibly heavy yeah, i don't get it it's real hard to push so lee takes over for her because she can't fly and he pulls it off Against all odds, even though he's not as good of a pilot. Yeah, and he does a little. He, it's he does a little Star War kind of right. Isn't that a Star War move? He kind of does. He does a little Star War where he's uh, zipping through a very narrow corridor. And then my main leaderboard 
is it's going to be Adama. Good leadership in this episode, eh? Yeah. He's a good daddy to his son when Leah's doubting himself. He is a good leader to Starbuck when instead of benching her for the mission like we've seen a million times in sci-fi shows, he actually like explains to her that she can't do it by putting a bunch of weights on the machine that she's using. Right. I like that little technique. And it didn't feel like a dunk. It didn't no, feel like a... It wasn't a dunk at all. It was really like, look, you're fucking crazy for killing shit, but like it ain't going... <laughs> this ain't it. And then the best thing that Adama did in this episode was compare their attack plan to uh, punching a schoolyard bully in the nards. Like, it was great, because he was, he's trying to, the best part is that he says that to the president. She's like, I don't get how this is going to work. And he's like, well, you know, when you turn around and you punch, he doesn't say nards. What's he say? Like, in a sensitive spot? Well, he says the sensitive area. So he's like, you could either run forever from the schoolyard bully, or you could turn around and punch him really hard in the sensitive spot. Right. Punch him really hard in the sensitive spot. Gotta be some... Poorly written words, though, huh? <laughs> yeah, they were trying real hard. I, I bet that one had a couple rewrites. Eddie James really had to wrestle with that one. <laughs> Looney Bird of the Week is the president, obviously. Yeah, I wrote that, too. And this never really comes back or gets mentioned again. But in the beginning of the episode, she's giving a press conference, and then she just, like, hallucinates and sees, like, tons of snakes all over the podium. Yes. Then talks to the spooky oracle, and the oracle's like, well, the leader will see snakes. And then they never ever talk about this again what i liked about that so i agree with uh basically all of your leaderboards i except for i i'm giving a shit list to gaius um <laughs> because he at the end of the episode he says that i am an instrument of god yeah which like i don't need i don't need that he's not as bad in this first season as he's been as he becomes in the later seasons but like definitely this this is this was like an episode where he's a a, a bozo um <laughs> But the the snake thing was important, and I, I guess, like, I sort of didn't make this connection until this episode, but a lot of this, a lot of these early seasons are talking about how the president is, like, the, like, from the scriptures. Like, mm-hmm. she becomes ill, like the person from the scriptures, and she sees snakes, like the person from the scriptures, and all of this shit, right, where she's, like, she's God or Jesus or something like that, and... Gaius in this episode is convinced for a different reason that he is this same figure, that he is the prophet instead, because the ships are called Vipers, and Mm -hmm. there was like a dozen Vipers, Mm. and so she's like, oh yeah, a dozen Vipers, and he's like, oh fuck, I'm an instrument of God. This is a classic case of like, I kind of wish we were watching the show correctly, because it's sort of like, which one of them is the prophet, or is either of them the prophet? Yeah. I also am not going to give Starbuck a leaderboard. Oh, I mean, the whole plan that worked was hers. I'll tell you why. We have a scene where she is, before Adama comes in and tells her that he needs her help to form a plan, which is another great Adama move. And before he walks in, she is giving, like, I don't know, a pep talk or, like, a training session to a bunch of, like, little nuggets, as they call them. Yeah, little nugs. On the whiteboard behind her, there is a five-step plan for defeating the Cylon missile. Do you recall what the five steps were? No, I did not even notice that at all. Number one, (laughs) to defeat the Cylon missile. And I need everyone at home taking notes because you may find yourself in a situation where you need to defeat a Cylon missile. Number one, yeah, see it. Sure. You just got to see it. Well, you can't start to defeat it. You can't defeat what you can't see. Exactly. That's Predator. Number two. 
put it on your three nine line. Uh huh. Hey Wilder, go 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 on. Tell me what a three nine line is. Well, a three nine line, baby. Let me explain it. You got you got three, and you got nine. Get them right on line. That's your three nine line. Now that that's covered, step three: countermeasures. Uh huh. Now it doesn't state anything specifically. <laughs> you, well, you can't say because the silence could be watching. It just says countermeasures. That's a nine. That's you can put that on the nine three line. That's a countermeasure. That's like if a football coach was just like defense. Yeah, here's how we're gonna win: offense and defense. <laughs> Uh, so step three is countermeasures. Nothing specific there. Number four, turn hard into it. Oh, yeah. Boom. Turn right into it. Hard. Part of defeating the missiles after you put it in your 3-9 line and you do your countermeasures, and of course you've seen it, is you have to turn hard into it. To turn hard right into it. You must turn into that missile. The fifth and final step from our excellent technical, tactical expert is pray. You have to pray because... Well, of course... <laughs> You are probably fucked because you turned into a missile. You turned hard into it, and now you have to pray <laughs> because you, get... you followed some bad directions. That's why you got to pray. I'm not going to necessarily give her shit list. I got two goobers for you, though. Go. Do it. Hilo, again. Because this boy don't understand how Cylons is. Because <laughs> yeah, that's he, pretty good. He's look, like, last episode, he was he saw the two Capricas, and he was like, what are they, twins? <laughs> and, like, now he sees... The Caprica, who he acknowledges just died. He was like, I saw her die. Her blood was on me. And then she's walking down the street with a bunch of centurions. And he's like, how's she alive? (laughs) (laughs) And then Lee gets a quick goob, even though he still has leaderboard. But, like, at the end of the episode, Starbuck hands him a cigar. And he takes a big inhale of it. And it looks like, honestly, the camera cut right before he was about to cough. (laughs) Like, the way that the cut worked. (laughs) I wish that it could have been that. He also bites the end off. Yeah, it spits it out. Yeah. Which I don't think you can super do unless you've got teeth that are made of swords. <laughs> uh, do me a favor. Put the horns on real quick. Okay, let me let me just run off and get them. Clip, 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 clip. Open clip, up the clip, horn box, clip, clip, please, after you've clip, 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 clip. Opened it up. Oh, let me rifle through some of this stuff. Ah, here they are. <laughs> cool. <laughs> This week, we are sponsored by the one, the only, Mini Golf. Oh! I fucking love Mini Golf so much. It's great fun for literally everyone. Like, even if you have someone that doesn't really like, like, sports, Mm -hmm. it's usually, like, fairly cheap. A crucial part of Mini Golf, though, has to be, it can't be busy. Because just like real golf, the least fun part is when there are people in front or behind you. Yeah, that's that's fair. There's occasionally mini golf, mini golf is so busy that you're just waiting in lines the whole time, and I do not like that. One of the things that's like great is when you go to one of those places that's like mini golf plus arcade plus oh yeah yeah, yeah. batting cages plus huge huge shout out to Castle Park in Sherman Oaks where I spent much of my childhood at the batting cages at the mini golf at the big arcade Castle Park. You a real one. Scandia up in Northern California, hitting those same spots. So nice. Mm. Had a little a little play place jungle gym that nobody uses because it is gross and the least cool thing they have. Hit me with some some classic mini golf scenes. You know what I mean? Like what's going on at these holes? Like we got a windmill. Obviously you got a windmill, right? You have to. Yeah. You've got one of those ones that are so fucking frustrating that is just like a giant hill with the hole at the top Ugh. and the 
only, you know what I'm talking about? And you have to hit it. Oh yeah. I know what you're talking about. And you, you never make it all the way up. Yes. Or you shoot it too hard and it goes over, it goes over and up and through and you end up, it's like you could get a hole in one easily, or you might take nine shots. Absolutely. There's uh, usually one that has like a, a door that like flaps open and closed, kind of a similar idea to the windmill. Big like toad or, or, or reptile with its mouth open. Yep. You ever get like a loop-de-loop? I don't know if I've ever seen that. But. Oh yeah, I love the loop de loop. It makes that it makes kind of a wretched noise. Like that the clank the zanging of the metal yeah. with the Yeah, but I like it. And there's always some dipshit kid that's like fucking plowing him against that metal. Like thinks he has to really gas it. It's classic little kid being the dumbest and worst organism. The only thing that I, I sort of hate about uh mini golf, I don't like that oftentimes the eighteenth hole is like a take your ball, impossible if you get a hole in one, we give you a free game hole. I don't like that. The last time I went to mini golf, I was in London. The old, I was having a cup of joe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, famous for their joe. London, got him, nailed him to the wall. Keep it coming. Everyone there drinking a cup of coffee. Uh-huh. They're always like, don't talk to me till I've had my coffee. You know how they do it. Mm-hmm. And, um... My London friend said we should go to it. We walked in. It was run rampant with little, like, 18, 19-year-olds that can't drink yet. Oof. That just want to be out Oof. doing something. Yeah. And they, they got to be the worst species, especially the English ones. Teens are the worst. Little mongrels everywhere, hanging off the ceilings, coming out of the sink. You turn on the sink, little teenagers plopping right out of there. Horrible. We left immediately. <laughs> Did not play. But, yeah, fucking mini golf. I just – I think it's so – I think I kind of sleep on it until I do it again, and then I'm like, "Damn, I have I just I never go because it's it's just covered in in little little zitty teens. I think that's the problem with stuff like mini golf, even bowling. Like you're gonna get all the little creeps that can't yeah. drink yet that just want to be out. They think they're so fucking cool, and they know that the, the, you we all know that they're not that they're pieces of shit. Ugh. I will say that. How do I? How do you tell them they're not? I tell them straight to their face. I mean, that's a... I gotta, a, I gotta just start going up to them and say, well, you suck, man. You can't really... The problem with a teen is no matter what you say, they're not gonna care because <laughs> that's their whole thing is they don't care. Yeah, and it sucks, man. There's nothing you can say to a teen that's gonna burn them because they're unburnable. We have to come up, I think, to and do a service to our fans for once and come up with the perfect teen burn. Yeah, I mean, we got to be in the lab for years. That's that's like a whole <laughs> yeah. podcast on itself is like, what's the yeah, perfect we'll, way we'll to burn a We'll run through some team. R&D and we'll get back to you guys. It almost might work for a lot of them to just be like, yeah, you know, I thought I was cool once too. And then walk away. Like, that's it. Yeah. Like, we, you can't even say that they're not cool because they're going to be like, I don't want to be cool. And that's what's cool to them. What about just like a classic? You know what I'd like to do? Just to, to keep it simple, baby. You walk up, you just look at them in the eye, and then you quickly slap the phone out of their hand so it falls yeah. on the floor. A good, a and good, then you walk away. A good slap would be nice. I'd like, yeah, to, just, I'd like to flick them right on their stupid noses. What do you think of that? You just got to high school bully them because they think that they're the bully. And you know what my main man Adama says? What's he say? Fucking punch him in the nuts. You gotta, you gotta get him right in the nugs. Punch him really hard in the sensitive spot. Yeah. So fuck teens, but uh, you know but when they're no not mini there, mini golf is is great. No question about it. Anyways, uh, you got any texts? Cause guess what's back with Sean <laughs> McGrath? It's City Snack. God, ah. what? is this <laughs> okay pouches okay hold on <laughs> out of here so okay ladies and gentlemen generally 
Well, we do City Stacks, a segment where McGrath finds something from a New York bodega and pops it open and reviews it. Generally, there's some really obscure side product of a well-known brand. (laughs) Not today, baby. (laughs) We've got... It looks like the brand is Family, or the, the the company that owns them. Just Family. It doesn't say snack company or candy company. Just Family and a little generic uh, little family. And it's we got Volcano Popping Candy, which are three words that have never been put together before. <laughs> the mascot is a little bug. <laughs> he looks <laughs> like Mucinex. He looks like the Mucinex guy. That's yeah, why he's I the it. Mucinex guy. Each eye bigger than the last. His one of his eyes is overlapping his iris from the other eye, and we got green apple volcano popping candy, and they come in pouches because it says twenty pouches on it, and the bag, you guessed it, is shaped like fire. <laughs> oh, and then they they come in tiny little pouches. So this is gonna be great. The whole time you were talking, is it I like put pop these, rocks? Yeah, they're pop rocks. So I put them in oh, my so mouth sure and then I let my that. mouth open by the mic. So the whole time you were talking, there's like a nice sizzle in the background of... (laughs) Now, before you even say anything, fuck Pop Rocks. (laughs) 100%. And these are are not even Pop Rocks. It's Pop Dust. It's like a finer... I don't know how to... Pop Dust? Give me a pic of that inside of that. Who... It's hard. who, Who was eating candy and they were like, you know, this is good, but... What if it just felt like it was exploding in your mouth all the time? I'll tell you what, though. I kind of like the taste. It's like a sour apple, and, like, usually sour apple ain't for me, but... Uh, I guess when, as far as, like, a candy goes, I, I don't mind a sour apple, but, like, what do, what do you... Do you... You don't chew it. You don't suck it. You just put it in your mouth and just... What, then what? You just... You put it on your tongue and let it, let it ride, baby. Would you agree that Pop Rocks and, and Pop Dust and Popping Candy are equal parts experience and equal parts food like this is an activity yeah i don't even know if equal parts is correct i would say it's like 80 percent experience oh this looks like little meth looks like meth looks yeah. like a little rock like shattered up rock candy okay i'm gonna do an experiment though could you suck on it could you chew it what happens i kind of i kind of let it fizzle bizzle in my on my tizzle and then i chomp it up i'm gonna i'm gonna okay. remove and i <laughs> pardon the the play of words here but i'm gonna remove my uh pop filter for these popping candies and i'm just gonna put a whole package in my mouth for a little asmr for our listeners that you could could probably cut later but that's fine (laughs) because you'll have to listen to it while editing so that's all that really matters to me these pouches are so small and i don't know what the application of this is like oh i you know my kid needs not one little bag of sugar rocks but 20 of them please why is it called volcano whole bag down the gullet. Why is the mascot a booger? Oh yeah. <laughs> At the loud pop. Is one of these is one of these baggies a, a sufficient serving for you? Um, I mean, hold you on. be satisfied with just one? I mean, I'm not satisfied with any amount. I think that one makes sense because honestly, these are good. I'm gonna eat the rest of these at some point. Oh uh, boy. <laughs> because. It's like a much less satisfying, like, sour apple, like, lolly. You know? It's a hard candy. It's like somebody smushed up a Jolly Rancher and added 
I don't know, whatever popping instrument has been added. What makes them pop? That's what I want to know. Don't ask me about the fucking dark magic involved in pop rocks. That shit doesn't make any sort of sense to me. Number one ingredient, sugar. That's not it. Corn syrup. That's not it. Lactose. Maybe. Third ingredient is lactose. Maybe that's what's popping off on my tongue-tongue. Malic acid is a strong candidate for what's making the fizzle happen. (laughs) Carbon dioxide. And then artificial flavor, artificial color. It's got to be malic acid, right? Boy. I don't Ooh, know a damn thing. This is thing. made in Hawaii. Familyfoodhawaii.com is their website. Listen, boy. Yes? You take the ingredients. You melt them into a syrup. And then you expose that to carbon dioxide. So you're looking at like a... And let it cool. No, this is all things that I definitely already know. Sort of a Wikipedia happening right now, huh? Yeah, no, but I definitely already knew all this. When you do this, it causes tiny high-pressure bubbles to be trapped inside of the candy. Mm -hmm. And when you put it on your tongue and the saliva breaks it, you release those carbon dioxide. As we all know, resulting in a popping and sizzling sound and leaving a slightly tingling sensation. And then, as we also all know, if you drink it with Diet Coke, your stomach will boil and explode. (laughs) (laughs) I need to... You should test that as well. I have one thing to read to you. We can't do another website deep dive, but I am on the familyfoodhawaii.com website. Oh, boy, Uh, pop it off. Let's hear it. There's a lot. I mean, they have canned foods. They have sauces. I always love to buy my, my candy from a place that also cans sardines, which family does. Yes, Family Food Co. So this is a Hawaiian joint? I guess so. It all, it actually looks Japanese because a lot of the yeah. text Premier is... full-service distributor and importer of Asian grocery and snack products in Hawaii. If you go to the bottom and click on candies and confections, uh, you will see that their featured products are Want Want Milk Candies and Ice Pops. <laughs> oh, sure. Want Want QQ Gummies. Family brand coconut candies. Yo, oh wait, fuck! I'm I've had I've had one of their products before. Oh, uh, you see on the bottom this picture with like it looks like a melon and it says a uh, melon gummy candy. Yes, you've had. That? I used to fucking jam on those when I was a little kid at this sushi bar my mom would take me to. Damn, dude, you're a family man. Welcome to the family, bro. I am a family man. I've been a family man the whole time. I'm a fucking family guy. Damn, tight, dude. Yo. Shout out to family. Yeah. And then the the volcano popping candy cola flavored, which is hilarious. Yes. That they would flavor it after the dangerous thing to drink with it. Yes. Uh is it also a little little bug, but he's they got red. A bloody booger is what they call yeah. that one. So so you we're looking at a green apple, I've reasoned. Yes. But he's got feet and toes. He has hair, so it's a gross-ass green apple. But I guess the other one isn't cola. But there is a there is a different booger for each flavor. There's a different... Yes, correct. Not nearly as terrifying as a website as Musu. No, it's much more straightforward. I just like that the first two products are Want Want... Sauces? Milk Candies and Ice Pops, and Want Want QQ Gummies. Oh, yo, I'm being dumb. We're being dumb. They don't make the melon candy. Here, look. Oh, sauces, they have sr- sriracha? Yeah, so they're because they're an importer. Boy, they're an yeah. importer. You can't even listen to the own words that I say. God. But these volcano candies are family brand. Yeah, so what, what what belongs to family and what's the import? That's the question that I think everyone has on their mind. No, no, no. It's listed, dum-dum. Like, look at this list of sauces. Everything is, says its own thing except for family scampi marinade and family- Oh, family brand sugar. Brand sugar, yeah. <laughs> That's under sauces. 
Yeah, dude. You know sugar sauce. A cappuccino. Cappuccino coffee. I was doing it. I don't know what I was doing there. Yeah, I don't either. It sounded racist, but it wasn't. It might have been. Just to be clear. <laughs> it might have been racist. Like a cappuccino. What about King Car? What? One of the drinks. What's King Car? Is called King Car. Oh, that's what I call my car. All right, so what are you going to... How? What's the deal with a volcano pop snacks? I... I... I mean, oh, they also import them tasty little chocolate pandas. You ever had those? Mm-hmm. I like those a lot. Love those boys. Um, Ooh, one of my faves. They also got mochi. They're good. I to me, it's like if you want, you know, when you're just like kind of craving something sweet, and you don't have, you know, there's like you don't need like I don't need a whole, I don't know, fucking sleeve of Oreos or something. I just want a little sweet on my tongue. That's what this is for. Yeah, to me. but I mean, I. I would. I don't think I would ever buy Pop Rocks on purpose. <laughs> oh no, certainly not. I would never purchase these for any other reason than this very stupid show that we do. No. But th- but they're not bad. Green Apple, not bad. I- I'm telling you, Mike the Bike is going to be in town tomorrow, and this boy will absolutely eat probably ten of these. Oh God. Yeah, he's a little goblin. I'll put him on the table in a bowl, and he'll go. I don't mind if I do. Well, there's a picture of him on the front of the candy, so I get it. Well, you got anything else? to say i don't think so we covered chuckles we covered hot dog and how he shouldn't be alive we yeah uh, at one point starbucks says out of the box is where i live which like cool (laughs) at one point adama hands lee a lighter that was his grandpa's lighter and he says can you see the inscription and the inscription very clearly reads joseph adama and lee says i can barely make it out (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but that's because Lee can't read. Because yeah. no one on the Battlestar can read. How many He's times al- I got to say it? Illiterate. Yeah. Boom. Fuck him up. Fuck him up. He's down for the count. Get him again. Just like when he got sucker punched by his dad when they were sparring. <laughs> cool. So I'm out of gas. That's all I've got. Uh, and it seems like that's all you've got, too. So thank you so much for listening. I apologize once again forever and always. Uh, but this was season one, episode 10. Ooh. Which means we are boy single digits get me going and then all we have to do is watch the several movies and the miniseries and then we'll be done do we have to do that no absolutely not i wouldn't dare i'm not doing that (laughs) oh boy i'll tell you right now i ain't doing that i mean because then you open up that can of worms and we got to watch that show the the caprica show oh my god and then like remember there's a fucking spinoff and then do we have to watch the original Battlestar? would rather be put into carbonite than watch that show Anyways, thanks Adam Faye for the art. Yeah, thanks to T Bone Jonas for the music. Thank you to Oakland still. Probably. Oh, interesting. Big hefty thank you to uh, I don't know the nickname of the city, home of the Trailblazers, Portland. Ooh, PDX. What a doo doo. What was the was Portland nickname? What's the 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 weird city? No. Keep Portland weird. It's Rip City, right? Oh, Rip City. Yep. Thanks, Rip City. Shout out to Rip City. Shout out to that cat Maxwell that lives in Rip City that like Oh, it's Max. It's Max. That guy's tight. Obviously. Yeah, it's got to be Max. That's that's Max. All those listens are Max. Shout out to the very good boy Max. He's downloading on all of his devices as you all should be doing. Writing reviews, as you all should be doing. Yes. That's a Max Attacks for you. And he is the only cat I like. That's the other, another Luda board, Max, the cat. Please don't steal him. 
Yeah, Max and Cat from Portland. Appreciate it. Have a good night. Catch you, Nards, on the flippity skip. Thanks.